to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. It is hot outside. I'm here. It's Shane Chapman with Wade Laurent. She's toasty today. Balmy 31 degrees out we today. Are. A little bit wet. There hasn't been rain in we've it's two and a half once. years. Yeah, it's rained for like half an hour last Saturday. That's all we've gotten so far. It's a dry year this year. Really dry. That's right, last year too. Right? My throat's also dry. We're almost in a in a drought. Which is great yeah, for deck building. Yeah, not so good for the farmers. Not so good for the farmers. Anyway. Uh, today we're going to get back to the why would you ever buy <laughs> wolf decking Reference today. to the video, to the YouTube show. That's right. Hey? About to get that fired up again too. But Yeah, let's hope. Today we're talking about wolf decking. For those who aren't familiar with wolf, they love to refer to themselves as a challenger brand. They're not one of the big three. They are an up-and-comer, I would say. They seem to be gaining market share in a lot of markets across North America anyway. I don't know that they're like, like I think they're on a fairly steady incline. I don't think they're losing any markets. Yeah. You know, like sometimes distributors drop things and you kind of lose a spot. They seem to be just kind of continuously growing. Just a steady growth pattern, right? I think yeah. they're picking up a lot of a lot of speed in um, Northwest. Like, what is that called? Like in Portland. They call it the Pacific upper, Northwest. Pacific, is that what you're trying to get yeah, out the there? Pacific Northwest. I was going to Canadian do came out of upper, you. There, right? I was doing Upper Northwest, Mid Northwest. I was like, <laughs> that's not it. None of those are right. It's a uh, Pacific Northwest. So I feel like they're gaining quite a bit of traction there. Right when we talked to Mark, they were saying they were, you know, having new, adding new market share there. Yeah. Because um, they're always been fairly strong in in the East Northeast. Yeah. And you're referring to Mark Fisher, who is the, I don't know what his official title is, the main sales guy at Wolf. Yeah. Kind of like I he's think that's actually the title I saw on his sticker on his like badge one time. Main, main sales, sales guy. guy. Yeah. He's the territory manager, but his territory is the entire continent. <laughs> yeah. Like North America. Territory North America. So uh, anyway, so Wolf decking, a little bit about Wolf, the company, I guess. 175 years old, I think they turned last year. Is that right? Or maybe it was this spring, actually, they turned. No, I think it was last year. It was last Anyways, they're somewhere between 175 and 76. After 80 years old, who keeps track anyway? Yeah. Right? Yeah, You've exactly. been around a while. Yeah, <laughs> so forever. They do a lot more than just decking. They do, like, interior kitchen cabinetry. They do outdoor cabinetry. They do, like, decking. They do, like... Just PVC trim. Just building materials in general. PVC trim. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. They, they uh, really? either manufacture or private label um, resell, essentially a lot of different brands under the Wolf badge and maybe some other ones as well. Yeah. Um, so quite a big company, doing a lot of things for a lot of years. Um, we're going to stick to the decking side of things, obviously, because this is not a kitchen podcast. Well, it could be. We could, could talk be, about the, AX, the outdoor, the outdoor cabinets a little bit too. But anyway, let's start with the decking. We don't... They have two lines. They're, they're one of the manufacturers. I shouldn't call them a manufacturer because they don't technically manufacture stuff. They private label it. But... Uh, they have two lines, one's a composite, one's a PVC. And so the one that people are most familiar with that are probably listening to this podcast is the Serenity PVC line. That's the one that everybody sees being posted on Instagram. That's the one people see that was used in award-winning decks at 
the Nadra deck competition. Um, last those are, year, right? They cleaned up last year. Yeah, they had quite a few projects that uh, took home awards. I think Mark said he lost something like five pounds walking up to stage that night. It was like he went up and then back down and then back up. You got to steps bet. in just at the awards event that day. Yeah. Right? 10,000 steps just from the table Good to the stage. Good weight loss program there. Just win things. <laughs> anyway, so the other line they have is perspective decking, and that's their composite line, composite line. I don't, that doesn't have any distribution in Canada whatsoever as far, mm, that might not be entirely true. There might be one uh, one retailer in Canada that carries that, but not big distribution on the composite composite line. I believe that the U.S. is fairly similar. They've got great, uh, I shouldn't say great, fairly good distribution on their Serenity PVC line, not as good on their perspective oh, yeah. uh, composite line, but where they shine is in their um, Serenity PVC line. Yep. So I'm not, we're that. not going to go through the perspective because we don't, like I'm not super familiar with it to be quite honest yep. with you and I don't want to talk about things that I don't know anything about. So okay. it's a composite, a wood plastic composite with wood grain and a cap layer on it and a good warranty. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> I have no idea either. I don't know there what the go. names are. I don't know what like traction durability, any of that stuff. If you want to Every learn test. more about the Serenity, sorry, the perspective composite line, shoot up Mark Fisher a message on Instagram and he can answer all of those questions for you. He's never short of words. No. So we've had him on the podcast actually. If you're interested in hearing from Mark, we had yeah. him on the podcast a few episodes ago. So look back into that. I can't remember what we called it, but it was something about like Mark Fisher from Wolf yeah, and, and maybe his title. Yeah. The main we might sales guy. More about him then. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to it on the Serenity line. Great line. Um, they are very well known for their beautiful coloring on these boards. Quite a realistic looking uh, lineup of boards. Beautiful coloring, but not super aggressive. You know, some other brands have like really dark, like dark, dark streaks, or it's really kind of in your face. This is yeah. not. It's more subtle. It's very gentle streaking, but there's still a lot of color variation. It's in almost it. like there's more of it, right? It's like less, less um, contrast, but more variation, yeah. maybe, right? And so it doesn't. It's not like a big black streak in the board. It's a whole bunch of it's charcoal. It's a good way to. Right? Good way to put it. Low contrast, high variegation. Yeah. Good word. Nailed it today. It's because I went to university. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they have two collections within their Serenity PVC line. Yeah, yeah. The Seaside collection and the Tropical Hardwoods collection. Correct. So Seaside is two colors. It's not super exciting. It's like Harbor Gray and Sandcastle. Sandcastle. I believe are the names of those ones. That's their like non-variegated boards. It's just a light gray and like a light tanny Tan. yep. color. Looks like sand. Sand. Castle. Castle-y really? looking. <laughs> yeah. Without the cool factor. Yep. Uh, and then they've got, what is it now? They're up to nine, I think. Well, it depends what region you're in. They've got, yeah. So nine... Well, they have nine. It's sort of I guess. distribution distribution. Yeah, on the one Onyx color. isn't everywhere. So. so they got nine colors. I guess if we were to go through them, I don't know how, what, how, like why you'd order this in any specific way, but we'll start with Golden Cypress. Oh, nope, okay. I don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll start with Golden Cypress. Let's go maybe like the least attractive. Random. <laughs> we'll go random pattern. Here it is. So, so Golden, Golden Cypress. Cypress, yeah, it's kind of a yellowy, I don't know, light sandy yellowy. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, have, I haven't it. even seen a, I have never seen a cypress tree, so I don't know if that's what it looks like either. So, 
Well, I can tell you for sure that some of the other brands that call their boards ePay look nothing like ePay. Right. So, so chances maybe, are. Maybe they were just throwing darts. Maybe Mark was throwing darts in a room. Maybe. So anyways, it sounds cool though. Golden Cypher. Golden sounds like a really cool color. Yep. Not a big seller. Not for us. Um, and then I think what we'll do is just go through it like in order on our wall because that's the easiest to remember. Yeah, because we can look so, at it. Teak wood. Sounds good to me. Teak wood. We have teak wood. This I one's like, beautiful. It's a bright color. I like it a lot. We had a guy call today looking for some teak wood and I always kind of like do a bit of a fist pump when somebody asks for it because I know it's going to end up looking good and they're going to be super pumped about it. It's like, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. You're going to take some teak wood out <laughs> you are. That's going to look so good. I'm going to load it up. Yeah. Nobody else wants it because it's too bright and orange, but I think it's beautiful. So, yeah, um, yeah teak wood's a great color. Pairs very well with rosewood, which is kind of like a reddish, not a bright red. Kind of like, like a, a, color. a deep red. Yeah, right. it's more like hardwood probably than anything that they offer. Yeah. Because it's got that kind of like red, that natural hardwood with a little bit of oil pulls. Yeah. So it's a really good color. Um, Amberwood is a light brown kind of color, like a little bit yellowy too, the yellowy brown. Yeah, I don't know. I think that one would probably be, what does that look like to me? Stained. That's a stained cedar look to me. Maybe, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and so those, I would say that the three colors we just mentioned, sorry, four so, colors we just mentioned are probably, if I had to guess, that's, at least in our market, that's the, the bottom four. The four that wouldn't be, sell as much. Yeah, Amberwood gained a little popularity this year. Uh, and we should have known that that was going to happen because we didn't order a bunch of it this spring. Yeah, exactly. And so now, like now we're going to have to. We'll get a, I'm guessing Amberwood might have a bit more traction in the States or any markets that kind of skew brown a little bit. Yeah. It's a nice it's a board for brown, sure. Right? It's not, it's not too loud. It's not too vibrant. It's just like a... In their catalog, if you have a chance to look at the Wolf uh, brochure, there's a deck in there that that's all done in black walnut with a uh, Amberwood border, double border. Like the reverse, usually people do right. light in the middle, dark in the outside. Yeah. This one's dark in the middle, light in the outside. It looks so good. Who did it? I don't know who did it. It's just in the book. Right. Somebody, yeah. Maybe. Probably Jeff. Yeah. Well, exactly. Who's Jeff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I know him. I'm from I gave you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just gave an answer that matched your question. Just vague and like who knows and like a guy. Yeah. We should look that up. But. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I guess we'll just, on. like I, we just mentioned black walnut, so we're not following the board at all, all over the place. No, black all. walnut. This one's a big seller. Huge. Black walnut's like a nice dark, deep brown with some black streaking to it. Just that subtle, not high contrast, like you said, streaking to it. Correct. It's yeah. a great board that works with just about everything else in their lineup as a picture frame border, but also looks great on a full deck too. It really does. Yeah, it works with them, with all of them. Yeah. Um, beside it, I would then transition to weathered ePay. And so like, again, if we're gonna talk about things that don't look super close to the real one. You know what, this one's not too far off though. I would say weathered ePay, that's actually a really good name for it. It's like ePay that hasn't weathered all the way. Yeah, half weathered. Hasn't gone fully gray, like but me. it's like transit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Weight is We're the weathered EP. Yeah, I'm not full oh, gray, but decking. boy, I'm not far. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so it's like, it's a bit of a rosy kind of, yeah, rosy color. Like that's the best way to describe it. Like it, it's like it's starting to transition. Speaking of good gray. words, that's a good one. I was gonna not call super it bright. peach or, or pinky, and so I think yeah. rose is I a think better. It's closer to rosy. Yeah, personally, that's a better but, description. Anyway, uh, and then silver teak. This one's big. Silver teak's a hot big one. This is like that super trendy taupey gray, tanny gray yep. combo that's just like on fire right now for everyone. And yep. so silver teak is a big one. Beautiful board. Um, Driftwood Gray, another board that like probably is losing. If I had to guess, I don't know. 
I don't I haven't looked at Wolf's sales numbers ever, like yeah. outside of our Nobody home store. Nobody sent that to us yet, hey? Yeah, but if I had to guess, I'm guessing that one's starting to trend down a little bit. But I'm guessing it was pretty popular in Canada at one point. It's like a bluish gray, which those neutral to bluish grays were super popular like four, five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Even like then they still are, but they're definitely trending trending down. People are trending more towards, towards warmer browns. colors. Yeah, warmer colors for sure. So that one's not as big. And the one that we referenced and talked about before that we said like, is there eight or is there nine colors? The reason we hesitated on that is because there's a new color this year, but not available in all the wolf markets. Like I think it's a Canadian play and some local markets in the US, but I don't think that they really pushed it everywhere. I think yeah. they're it's like a almost like a trial color, see how it goes. And it's called Onyx. And like it's orange. Just kidding. Yeah. It's called it's called Onyx. So of course it's like a dark gray. It's not black, but it's a very very dark gray. Yeah, and so with some not only us that brought that like kept bugging Mark for that, right? Pretty much everybody in North America would have been like sales associates to the east and sales associates to the west probably were asking for that color as well right so we yeah i don't know i know we for sure were because we we had done very well in the past with uh, a very comparable color to this from clubhouse called ironwood which is a dark gray as well yeah and we sold that crap on everything like it went with every gray deck that went out went with that as a picture frame yep and so we kind of said to them like you guys are missing out on some pretty serious gray numbers in this market by not having a dark gray option so fast forward a little bit. I tell that to we tell that to lots of people. I tell yeah. that to Fibron guys too because they have a like I feel that they could do that in their good lifeline. They could put a color similar to this in their good lifeline. Yeah, possibly right because we border. Uh, uh, that's a, that's a different brand for another day, I guess. Maybe yeah. we border their boards with other things all the time too because they don't have a dark gray. They don't have dark but, gray, but so Wolf listened. Right. Yeah. I guess the moral of the story is we kept saying, hey. Let's have something. These guys, not a closed book. That's part, uh, yeah. you know, probably what's really nice with a challenger brand is that you can talk to, you can talk to the guys and they actually maybe listen, right? Yeah. They, they know that they have some, um, some markets they have to hit and grow in and maybe that's it. Yeah, that yeah. was the board. So, hey, so that one's good. It's awesome. It's good. It's, it's uh, been fairly popular since we had it. Yeah, it would be a good border for Silver Teak, I think. It's probably the most natural fit for that. But like I said, we sell it with other things too. I just sold a deck yesterday that was using, well, this here's a perfect example, Fibron Cottage with Wolf Onyx. Yep. So, there you go. Great picture frame option for any gray colored deck. The other reason the I like grays. that so much, the Onyx, is it's solid edge in 12, 16, and 20. Yep. Whereas Clubhouse solid edge is only 20 feet long for us. Correct. So you, you can sort of cut down on some of your waste. Yep. And so that's a good transition point. We're done talking about the colors. We've gone through all these colors. Um, check out the YouTube video. Oh yeah, we actually called, held the colors up, right? Called what? Wolf's, Wolf's Serenity Lineup 2019 or something like that on yeah. YouTube, on our YouTube page. And yep. if you want to see these colors in person, as good as we are describing them, uh, if you want to see them, watch that video and uh, you'll accomplish that. So you mentioned now that the solid edge boards come in 12, 16s and 20s and the reason for that is because they don't make them in any other way. They don't make them in a grooved board. Yeah. And in some markets that nobody would blink an eye, in this market people kind of go like, what? Well then how do you put it down with those little clippy things? You don't. 
You like you could, I guess, if you wanted to go through the work of grooving it yourself. Router it, right? Router, or a biscuit joiner, or biscuit cutter, or a well, table saw. Like, it's a lot of work to do that. You're better off just using one of, I would say, three, three fastening options that we give our customers. And so the number one most common contractor used tool to fasten wolf is the HIDFAST options, right? If you've ever used a hardwood flooring nailer, then you know exactly what a HIDFAST nailer looks like. Looks pretty much identical to a hardwood flooring nailer. Works very similarly to that. It shoots a stainless steel cleat. I don't know if it's a 45, but through, on some angle. Ish, 45-ish. Yeah, through the side of the board into the joist, and then there's a protruding spike that sticks out the side of the board for the next board to get pounded onto with a rubber mallet. And then there's an integrated spacer, whatever you want, eighth, three sixteenths, quarter, I'm sure. Choose your spacing. So that's one good way to like positively connect the deck boards to the framing. So it's nice and strong. It's a very clean finish. Like you don't see, you don't even see the clips. Like with clips, you see the clip. Yeah. This stuff, you see like a tiny little like stainless steel eighth inch wide cleat. It does but look you gotta, good. You gotta look for it. Yeah. Um, sure. It's gets you up off your knees. You can walk around and hammer that thing in from your feet, which is nice. It's quick once you get your hang the hang of it. Yeah. It's expensive. The tool itself Certainly is expensive. Is. The stainless steel cleats expensive. are super expensive. Yep. It's not for everybody. It's not a DIY tool. Like they could rent one and do it, but they're never gonna buy one for one job. Um, so the most common way that we suggest, especially the DIY market, fastens it down is with camel. Everybody's familiar with camel guns, camel jigs, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, it's a really good system for that. It works great with this wolf stuff. Gives you again, gives you a positive connection down to the deck. Screws are reversible if you happen to party too hard and do something to one of your deck boards. You can pull the screws back out, replace the board, put it back down. Having a cigar after Never a baby or something, right? If you yeah. burn the board, yeah, maybe. And the third option would be to screw it down. So you could screw it, like face, face screw, it. screw it. You could either do that with like a Fastmaster Trapeze three color match screw, or you could go one step further, and you should, and use like Cortex, Cortex. plugs. Yeah. So drive that screw a little bit deeper, plug it up. So three different ways. That one's gonna be the most work, that one. Cause you gotta screw it all down, then you gotta go back and plug it all. And it's probably the least, uh, least hidden fastener option. Yeah, the plugs are great, but you'll see them more than the other options. Yeah, I think you see them still, right? Yeah, a little bit. You do. You see them. So yeah, if you're looking, especially on a whole deck, right? Yep. So that's Wolf and how it gets installed. They've got a Wolf Pro program. Uh, yeah. So like most, it's a good program. Every brand right? out there, they've got a loyalty program for their contractors. Um, so that that changes here. They released like an app, and there's like some cash back options. I'll, I'm going to do some more research to kind of go more in depth on these programs, but they do have a program for contractors. Probably the most appealing piece of that program for contractors and their customers is the fact that Wolf Pros, once they get certified, are able to offer a labor warranty on top of the standard Wolf warranty, the materials warranty, which gives you five years of you know, labor warranty if, in case there needs to be some boards replaced. They pay for that too. So that's not Fantastic. something Fantastic, we saw that firsthand, right? Yep, so the certification year. was simple, like Mark himself, Mark Fisher comes up, does the certification, the contractors sit in the room for, I think it was about a 45 minute presentation, just on kind of like the product itself, how like the install tips and tricks, what to expect with it, how do you work with it, et cetera, et cetera. And once you get all that information downloaded, you sign up and you get a little packet in the mail of some goodies and, and a certificate says you're Wolf Pro. Now you get a warranty. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yep. The standard warranty, I believe, is 25 years on like fading and staining. So you've got that covered and you get a lifetime structural warranty. 
yep. because it's 100% PVC, PVC with an ASA cap on it. Neither of those things are going to degrade over time, really, so you get a lifetime warranty on that. Um, the ASA thing is something they talk about quite a bit. If you go to their website or do any research, you're going to hear it's like, oh, it's a PVC deck board with an ASA cap. Just types of plastics. ASA is the same kind of plastic that's used in car dashboards you hear all the time from Wolf. And uh, so it's that really just means like, sun, it's right? like it's designed it's to not fade or, or distort or, you know, f fail in sun. Because yeah. what, what plastic in this world gets more... S like sun yeah. and heat than a car dashboard. No kidding. Like yeah. it's just sitting under a magnifying glass. So All day. it's protected pretty well Dirty. from that. I don't know that there's a whole lot of knocks on Wolf to be honest. Like it expands and contracts like a, like a PVC does. So that's like, it, it's not a Wolf thing, it's a PVC thing. It moves a bit. So beware of that when you're doing your joinery that you'll have to plan for or avoid certain types of joints because of that. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't have a groove board is maybe a bit of a drawback for the installer. It's for sure a drawback on the DIY side of things. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, the DIY guys, DIY guys for sure are more familiar, more comfortable with just installing this kind of decking with clips. So it's a drawback for them. Wolf's reasoning behind it is like, hey, this stuff moves and expands and contracts quite a bit. The more fasteners you put into it, the more you limit that movement. So therefore, we don't want our stuff riding on clips where it can slide around and move too much. We want this stuff fastened down. Yeah, they so, have their reasons. Fair enough. It is, yep. Yeah, I know that you'll get the odd customer, not very many, and it's all in your sales tactic, right? But, oh, it doesn't have a groove? Well then, let's find something that does. Yeah, it's like, that happens. Well, wait a second, that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It just, it just means you're going to go about it differently. And then you, you know, you talk about the advantages of how it's, when you screw the entire deck down, you secure the, you know, the frame is now less likely to rack. So your whole deck is stronger. It's, you know, it's more solid. It feels more solid rather yeah. than having clips on it. Yeah. Fasteners are still sort of hidden. You know, the camel fastener is not ideal because you can see the shoulder of it a little bit, but. but the camel fasteners are cheap too, though. Like if you yeah, use just the regular yeah. coated steel ones, the Protec ones, it's like 40 cents a linear, sorry, 40 cents a square foot in Canadian dollars. So it's like three and a half cents in American dollars. Ish. Three, probably 30 cents. <laughs> realistically, probably 30 cents a square foot. So it's cheap, cheaper than doing the hid fast nails. Um, so cheaper yeah, than clips, right? It's cheaper than the cheaper than clips. Yeah, that'd be like 80 cents or maybe 50 to 60 cents US yep. a square foot. So it's probably it's the cheapest way to put it down too. Yeah, um, I think that uh, this is all about just being unbiased and honest about things. So what's scratches what's a, a little bit? It's like it scratches a little easier than the other PVCs, and I that's too bad because I really like the coloring, but, and it's not an impossible thing to fix. You know, you take a heat gun to it and you can, we've we've done this. We did it out at the round lake deck that we did. Yep. There were some scratches on it. You heat it up with a heat gun and the, and the cap kind of restores itself. I would say mostly or enough that the, that the scratches are gone, but yeah, I would that's compare my biggest it, knock against it. For people's reference, I would compare it probably in scratch durability to Azek. Likely. Sure. Like it's not, it's not the it's not the most durable for scratch resistance. It's not bad though. Yeah. But to your point, like we've seen that with our own eyes, a little heat gun. Yeah. And it makes most scratches disappear. If it's super deep, it won't, but yeah. like it's pretty pretty neat how that works. Yep. So yeah, outside of like no hidden grooved board or sorry, no grooved boards and like for a premium board, maybe scratch is a, a hair easier than others, but there's a lot of benefits there. Great warranty, be, like some of the nicest coloring in the industry. 
everybody that walks in the store is usually drawn, drawn to, it, to yeah. the colors, right? Yeah. So they walk in and they have, we have something like a hundred colors on the wall now. Yeah. Walls. You know what else? I don't. Before we forget, the customer service in these guys is unbelievable. Yeah. So there's some. This is I was referencing earlier when we were talking about the pro. Yeah. We've seen it firsthand. This yeah. is what I've seen firsthand. So like we, so every board manufacturer at some point, or board brand, will say at some point has a defect somewhere. Like everybody has it. it Coloring, it fails, whatever. It's yeah. how you react and respond to those situations to make it right. Correct. It, which is the feeling that you're left with with the company, right? Um, we've had, like we've carried Wolf now for two years. We had one instance and it was just, a, it was a very select few boards that on fascia boards actually that had some sort of defect where if they sat in the sun and it was one color, one lift, few of them bubbled up. They sat in the sun yeah. and something in the middle of the board delaminated and caused an air pocket in the middle of the board and they kind of kind of blew up a little bit. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, holy smokes, that's that's not good. And so we reported it. Man, they had that, like they were on it within. There was no question of, like there was just no question about replacing the board. Yeah. Replace Find out now. how many boards the contractor needs, replace them, and then we'll deal with you on the other end of it. Yeah. Get the customer the boards they need to finish the job. Yeah. Okay? Done. And so it was done. Those boards got replaced. They paid for everybody's inconvenience for having that happen. They Correct. paid for us to go out there and kind of, because they wanted to know, like, is this happening with, how many boards has this happened to? And it's like, well, there was, I don't know what there was. Say there was 10 on site to this customer's job, six of them did this, and, you know, okay, of that lift that you pulled, how many more do you have left there? Oh, there's 30 more boards. Okay, we'll pay you guys this time, keep track of everything, lay those out in the sun, see if it happens to the rest of these, give us the numbers off it so we can check our runs or whatever, and let's make sure this, this is Yeah, they wanted a, a serial number off of the board yeah. so they could tell when it ran. They basically wanted to find that Jeff guy and then yeah. fire him. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was right. like, who who did this? Yeah. So anyways, the, yeah, they were just trying to solve the problem. But it just covered, like they covered all the costs. They covered our costs for testing and finding out and for us getting the new the new boards to the contractor. Site. And they covered the contractor's costs for replacement. Like everything got covered. So yeah. it was like, it was, it was incredible. Like you have a bad thing happen once in a while, but they, I have no hard feelings about it. It was dealt None. with so efficiently. So. <laughs> and we had, like we've had that happen with other brands and it's not like that. It's yep. not nearly as, as easy. smooth or easy, yep. right? Tons of hoops, lots of paperwork. The customer's left angry. It's like, well, who's going to replace these boards on this deck? Well, the customer's going to. Well, they already paid to have it done once. Yeah. Yeah, too bad. So wait a second, he's going to have to pay labor three times because your product failed? How does that work? Well, that's just how it works. Yeah. Not with Wolf. With yeah. Wolf, it's like, oh, is he a pro? Yes. Good. Tell him to keep track of his time. We'll take care of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well backed warranty on them too. So 175 years. Super accessible. So the last thing we'll talk about with Wolf, I guess, is just a quick touch on their endurance cabinetry. Um, like yeah. I said, they do have other products. They have exterior railing and whatnot too that we don't deal with a whole bunch. So I'm not going to speak to that. But we have had a little experience now with the Wolf Endurance outdoor cabinetry. Seems like great stuff. Like I've kind of got a chance to, to price out a few jobs with it. It's, it seems a little bit daunting at first. Once you get your, kind of get into it and do one or two, it's like, oh, this makes sense. It's all component based. It's just like, you know, there's, I don't know what there is, probably 
20 SKUs, if that. So it's a nice, simple lineup. It's not too daunting or yeah, it's not confusing. Robust, if you will, right? There's it's three color options, which is like good or bad. Like it keeps it simple, but there's nothing that's going to blow you away. It's not awe inspiring colors. It's white, black, and like a taupey kind of gray, pewtery color. Yeah. Um, but really nice stuff. Powder coated aluminum. So uh, will not rust, will not warp in you know outside but because it's aluminum and not stainless steel the costs are quite reasonable uh, the powder coating's nice on it it's got all soft closed hinges and drawers went on in it so it's a nice system yeah so like I want to get out so to that so one out to the Pasqua Lake job when that's done yeah Courtney should have that you know nearly done by now right he picked those cabinets up last week Monday he picked them up Monday yep Courtney is the customer you're referring to yeah this yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Anyways, so a good a good option if you're looking for like outdoor cabinetry that's not cheap junk from a box store but it's not but isn't also you know three thousand dollars a linear foot for yeah. cabinetry then Wolf's a good option it kind of it's a lower price point with good quality so. yeah yeah they look great I yeah we had a little bit of time to look at them when we were down in the States, went to Pennsylvania. We looked at them there. Yeah. They're fantastic. Showed up here. Looks good still. Yeah. So now we'll see what they look like installed. So. Yeah. Whoops. Anyways. Knock over my drink here. Yeah. That must mean it's go time. If yeah. I'm doing that, knocking my drink over, knocking it's go your time. Knocking drink over. That's usually when I go home. So that is the Wolf lineup. Um, as far as we know it. As far as, There's yeah, lots more the to stuff it. that we're experienced with. So if you have any questions with regards to this Wolf stuff, uh, send, feel free to send us a message on Instagram at the ultimate deck shop or Mark Fisher's on Instagram too, and he's seems to be always more than willing to jump into a conversation about Wolf products. So, if you have any questions about them and you're curious, try either of us. And we'll he's really accessible, to, uh, right? Mark's yeah. good, really good. So, that's Wolf, hey, ladies and gentlemen. This is another week. I'm gonna go back outside and sweat some more because summer's here. I'm not complaining about the heat. Wedding season. I'm off to a wedding tonight. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Like not that. mine. Not yours. Whew. Close call. Right? <laughs> a drastic change in your life if something <laughs> that happened. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next week.